Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony, he told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. John chapter 4, verses 39-42 through 42. Imagine what it feels like to be left out of a group, a group that you really wanted to belong to. Maybe you have an experience of that in your life. Maybe there's a memory from growing up of a team that you didn't make or a social clique that wouldn't acknowledge you. Now, of course, we know that just because we've grown up, we don't necessarily lose that feeling. We've all probably felt left out at one point or another. That's just sadly how the world is. But in the gospel, the idea should theoretically be obliterated. The idea that everybody is welcome is key to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, goodness knows Christians can be just as exclusive and unkind to outsiders as any other group. Especially for those of us who've been in the church for a long time, we don't always realize how closed off we can appear to the visitor who walks through our doors. The story of today's verses, found so early in John's gospel, is radically redefining what the phrase people of God means. Up until this point in history, the people of God have been Israel. With very few exceptions in the Old Testament, God has dealt primarily with the Jewish people. It was assumed that the Messiah would also be Jewish and that he would come and be the leader of the Jewish people. But here, almost as soon as Jesus' ministry begins, he is talking to a woman, unheard of, because women were secondary citizens. He's talking to a Samaritan, also unheard of, as Samaritans were enemies. And he has inspired in these verses a sort of religious revival, where many of these so-called enemies come and believe in him and put their trust in him. The gospel was for more than just the Jewish people, something that we probably take for granted today since only a very small portion of Christians around the world have Jewish heritage. But at the time, this was a world-changing, earth-shattering, unheard-of, incredible idea. The God of Israel was no longer going to be known as the God of just Israel, and no longer was he going to be the God of just the pious and the upright. There is a woman here with a questionable personal history and a hostile religious heritage, and she is welcomed into the kingdom without hesitation. Almost instantly, she begins welcoming others into the kingdom. So all this happening should challenge us. What's holding us back? Especially if we've walked with Jesus for a while, we probably know a lot more and have many more stories than this woman did, and God still used her in her immaturity and in her brokenness to help lead others to Jesus. All she had was a very brief story about encountering him at the well and nothing more, but that was enough. It was more than enough, because God is the one who actually does the saving, not us. He's looking for us to witness to him, to tell our story, and that is all. He does the rest. It's also important for us to note the reaction of the people. They don't believe just because of the woman's testimony. They believe because they have encountered Jesus themselves. This is crucial for us. This is crucial for us as parents to know. 
It is our job to testify. It is our job to point to Jesus. It is our job to pray. But what we ultimately want is for people to have their own encounter with Jesus. We don't want our kids to believe just because we believe. We want them to believe because they have met Jesus themselves personally and authentically. Today, why don't you take some time to ponder some of the things that Jesus has done for you. Maybe how he saved you or how he's changed you, how he's answered a prayer in various ways. And consider what stories in there might have the most impact on somebody else. And then as you think of one or two examples, pray about who should hear that story. And then go and share that story with that person. (music) 